Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. It is a Zach Sang Show. Heather is wandering, oh, but she's hi. here. Dan's hi. here. Hi. And we welcome... <laughs> To our new studio for the first time, Adrian Baylow. Yes. Right. yes. Hey. hey. Well, what's your real last name? Well, now I am my my original last name was Adrian Bailone. Yes. And now I am Adrian Houghton. Since getting married. Look at you! Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> when was? Thank you, thank you. It was a little bit ago that you got married. I yeah? did. I got married a year ago. The time is flying. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> they say that happens when you're having a good time. I'm mm-hmm. totally into it. And what is the biggest difference between single life and married life for? you um the biggest difference is i'm really i would say happiness but that sounds like i wasn't happy when i was single and i was happy when i was single but this is like next level happiness nice like glowing this is like cuddles like i literally came (laughs) here to your show after laying on the sofa all morning watching law and order svu with my husband who is here back there Hello. hello and we just have the best times. It's like a lifelong sleepover. It just never stops. Well, because are you with your best friend? Yes, he is my, like, we joke around. And it actually was a part of our vows. We were like, um, I like you more than I love you. Like, it's more about I like you as a person than I'm just in love. Like, okay, yes, we are in love, but it's bigger than that and it's mm-hmm. greater than that because I actually like you as a person. That In marriage, if that in love feeling, those butterflies and the chemical reaction that happens and all of that mm-hmm. goes in and out of the relationship that's natural, I will always like you. Like, we have compatibility. We get along. You'd be friends if you weren't hooking uh-huh. up. We, we were friends for yeah. three years before that. I always say that, like, your best friend yeah. really could really make your best companion in life. 100%. It is so true. I even, it's crazy because we were friends when we, we had other significant others. Uh-huh. And we just oh. got along. Okay. How'd you meet him? I actually met him doing promotion for a film that uh, he actually, babe, were you the EP on or producer? I'd rather not say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of it. We both, we, both, we both get a good laugh out of the film. It actually was a faith-based movie that I did with Ja Rule called I'm in Love with a Church Girl. Okay. I, by the way, that was like the, the largest grossing independent film of 2013. Uh was so, it really? hello. Well, okay, then we won't be so ashamed. How I'm did just you kidding. know that? Uh, Wikipedia in my head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he actually came on after the film was done. Okay. I did the film in 2010, and I actually met him in 2013 just doing the promotion. But I also remember that movie because you came to do the show yes. during that time. That's yes. right. You would always... Okay, so our history is pretty cool because you used to fill in as a host at 106 and Park. Sure did. We all used to work in the same building. Yeah. And because our radio show was in this fancy building... Building, but we were so small. I used to just harass people who would come into the building to come and do the show. That was actually pretty genius because you get amazing people that were coming by. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There were so many other shows in that building that you'd be like, hey, and on your way out, stop by. And we loved it. Kendall and Kylie Jenner would come by. You would so come awesome. by. Gabby if, Douglas. Bow Wow never would, though. No. We and always I, tried getting really? Bow Wow. He never came. I, and we would see him in the hallway. And I think like he'd walk by and we'd be like, come do the Zack Sang show. You know, we'd like, like whisper in his ear and he would ignore us. Where is he now? Do you talk to him? I don't. Probably for the better, right? We were never super tight like that. I did the show with him, Uh, and he was great to work with, but we weren't super tight like that. I feel like that's him. You know, he's just... uh, It's aloof. He bows and he I only keep up with people now via Instagram and what I see on Instagram. I heard there was a Bow Wow Challenge, you know? Oh, yeah. Do you you know what that was? It was... was I do. It was about, about... a jet, I believe. I yeah. think we talked about oh, it on The Real. Yeah. It was pretty darn funny. And The Real. <laughs> you started The Real. You were doing the pilot for The Real. Yes. Like, hinting towards it, like one of the last times you came on yeah. the show. Yeah. And look at it now. 
It is insane. We are in season four. This is our first season going live. Wow. Oh, wow. Nice. Which has been insane and amazing and scary all in the best way. When you're taping, are you doing a lot of pickups when you were taping the show? Uh, I mean, yeah, if we flubbed lines, yeah, there's been times, there were times that I had like fell down the steps no. in the intro, like this is our time and just hit the ground. <laughs> you gotta keep so that, naturally, was, that okay, Those are the moments we want. They would actually have us redo stuff like that because it wasn't live, but what I love is when we were gearing up to let people know like you guys were going live this season, we're going live this season, yeah. Our producers put all the bloopers that they would have seen had we been live that's awesome. oh, yeah, that's cool. on our Instagram. So if you get a chance at the real daytime, they're on there. You see me hitting the ground. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> but I love that now, like, you know, somebody's wig falls off. We talk about it. If I flub on reading the prompter, I'm like, you guys, it's Monday. I'm exhausted. You know, that's I might be works. hungover. These kinds of things, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. It but makes that, it more like re- real. That's it, it makes it that much more real. And I also think it makes it um, we become tangible and I think there's something actually endearing about seeing people that are on television messing up. We yeah. we would do the radio show 100% live for a very long time and then we took a little moment where we did parts of it pre-taped and yeah. one of the notes we kept getting was we love when you mess up because then you realize that there's a human being on the other side. Yes, we are not robots. We no. are real people. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the times when like we'd get emotional, I feel like sometimes if we had a, if the girls and I disagreed on something, you know, you could go to a producer beforehand and be like, I might have said that the wrong way. That might have came out wrong. Can we try to, you don't mm-hmm. have that anymore. It is, you said it, and that's what it is, mm-hmm. and that's what the world is going to hear, and, and I love it. But that is also a little scary. You look at The View and you see all the moments that they've created throughout their history yeah. that, that would really, only have been on TV because the show is live. Yeah. Whether it's the fights or the mess ups. Yeah. We, we love that. I think for the first day, not going to lie, I was super scared. I actually want to watch one day the first episode of season four, the live show, because I was nervous. I don't think I was like talking as much or then the second day, me and Tamara just looked at each other. And we were like, ah, oh, what the hell? Let's just do it. Like, just go. We're just going to go for it. Who cares? They're going to say something about what we said regardless. So let's just go for it. And we've been that way ever since. And the ratings have shown that they, they love it. They love it. And there is something about the real that is different than all the other shows in the yeah. same exact time slot that is different. Obviously, I'm, it's doing incredibly well. Yeah, I think so, too. And people always ask us, what do you think is different? It's the same format. It's five people, four people sitting, talking when we have guest host, co-hosts. Um, you were always I think young. The difference is we are a bit younger. Yeah. We, have, mm-hmm. we have the highest ratings in our demographic and a younger demographic. Um, I think the biggest difference is the chemistry between us. Mm-hmm. And you can't produce that. Like you can't produce chemistry and friendship and yeah. comfortability. And um, I think you can't make fun of each other if you don't have a good relationship. Exactly. I can't crack jokes on you and tell you about yourself live on television if we don't have that relationship. Foundation of love. Yeah, you have to have that. And we always joke that we think it's the greatest. When when you are finally able to make fun of somebody, you know you've become real friends. Mm-hmm. And that you, no one gets offended. That's the key, sorry. And that no one gets offended. And I think... Um, we laugh about it. It's just so awesome. But a lot of that only comes in time. That is true. And now that you're doing it five years, yeah. you've hit that point. You've exactly. hit that stride. Do five you, years. Do you watch the other daytime talk shows to see what they're doing, or do you guys just kind of do you? I do not. I think some of the others do watch some. I I don't. I actually don't watch the show. Let me just say why. Okay. I I would. I totally would watch the show if I wasn't on the show. Yeah. 
but I don't watch it because I don't want to criticize myself and I think I can be my worst cr critic. Mm -hmm. And I know I talk a lot with my hands and I never want to look at the television screen and edit myself and say, okay, today I'm going to make really pretty faces the whole show. Yeah. Because but, then I just won't be myself. And then the product really ends up suffering. Exactly. And they well, want you for you. Yeah, I just want to be me and not worry about what I look like, so I try not to watch it. Well, how do you improve and get better if you're not seeing what you're doing? I think the things that I could be better at aren't so much about watching. It's about okay. being Does maybe make open sense? and yes. free. Like I, I wouldn't so. say don't talk with your hands anymore. That's like who I am. Yeah. I think things like um, maybe listening more. I don't need to watch the show to know mm -hmm. to shut up and listen to what the other person's saying. Or you know what I mean? Because like that's how you respond better. Yeah, like just pay attention more. Better in ins and outs. Find a yeah. joke. It's just about being more aware and more alert. You Does that do. Make sense? You do have a history though of being your toughest critic. I mean, you yes. had a record deal and <laughs> you should have had an album come out. Yes. And you didn't want that album to come out. I did not. And it's so weird because lately I've actually been listening to some of the work that I did while I was at Def Jam. And I'm like, it's not as terrible as I thought it was. But it know, never is. It, it never is. You so always weird, think something's right? terrible, but when you go back and like look at it, it's like, nah, well, I'm actually so worried about? low key proud. And I, yeah. I sometimes listen to it, I'm like, oh, I'll be jamming to this. Okay. Will that music ever see the light of day? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I think. I don't, I don't know how that works. It, I mean, you recorded it in 2012. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Do you not own that music anymore? I don't. I, honest to God, I know the sounds correct. I don't think I do because I didn't write the records and I didn't I didn't produce them. I'm sure there's some Oof. legality there. Your voice, right? That was where you were hung up on. You thought you sounded too young. Yeah, I mean, I was in the Cheetah Girls for a really long time and I got used to a certain way of my voice sounding playing the character Chanel and then when I ended up wanting to record my own stuff I was like why do I still sound like Chanel why do I still sound like Chuchi and I, I realized that hey maybe that maybe my voice was Chanel's voice and yeah. at some point you just have to embrace that but I have to give huge credit to the fans that have encouraged me throughout the years because I shared the story on The Real about why I wasn't singing yeah. and the way that the fans came out and were like, you're crazy, we love your voice, we miss your voice, and their encouragement and their support um, really made me say, wow, sh should I give it a shot again? And the biggest credit goes to my husband, um, who I swear I literally say I can do anything with, but it's really mm -hmm. just because you have somebody there that is honest with you, who I trust, and who, if he says, babe, you're killing it, I actually believe him. <laughs> is he the reason yeah. you released this Christmas he album? He is, absolutely. He produced the record. Nice. Um, we actually recorded the entire album in my house. Oh, wow. So cool. it, it created a comfort zone that um, made me feel fearless. And it actually allowed me to do what I love to do, which is sing. I love Latin music. I love Christmas. I love to give back. And that's what this album is. This album, it's called New Tradiciones. And it came out uh, November 17th. And crazy enough, within hours of it coming out, it hit number one on the Latin charts. That's awesome. Which had me like hysterical crying for multiple reasons. Um uh, mainly because I was shocked and it showed that the fans were not lying when they said we will support you we will buy an album from you but more than anything that all the proceeds go to Puerto Rico that's, oh, that's and great. that oh, for wow. me means everything that it isn't just about me it's for a greater cause it's bigger than me but it is yours and it's the it first is. it's really your first piece of music that you're putting out that is solely yours that it's is not true. a group there's yeah. no big ownership above it yeah did you think that releasing it under your how do you pronounce your last name Houghton. Is your, why not release it under your original last name, Baylin, so more people would know it's you? Because it's, it's not about you me. And that is me now. 
Okay. Does that make sense? Like, even my Google search, I look back and I'm like, geez, please don't Google Adrian Bylon. Like, let's Google Adrian Houghton. Let's get a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Let's have, like, I'm not who I was then. Okay. And I think that's also important to establish and to establish something new. And um, that's my new last name. And I'm, I'm really proud of but, what we did. But are you proud of the Cheetah Girls? Are yes, you proud of yes, 3LW? Yes, 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 yes. For sure. Because, I mean, there, I mean, you've written your own story in, like, pop culture history with Thank both you. of those projects. I'm super proud of the work we did. I think there's just, like, corny things that are on there that, like, if we're honest, anybody, if you're looking back at your yearbook, you might see stuff mm-hmm. in there that you're yeah. like, please, like, some of my outfits are not my favorites, you know? <laughs> but um, And that seems small and petty, but I do think it is a new chapter of my life, and I want to document that. I want my children to be able to see the album, and they'll have the same last name, and it's just important to me. I'm old-fashioned in that way I'm super not old fashioned in a lot of other ways but in that way I, I am pretty so is it by loan Howen? no I dropped Just, I dropped by loan completely wow I am Adrian Houghton that is all a, the way on everything on the show if you go on our Instagram if you go Emmy nominations all of it it is wow. Adrian Houghton Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm really excited about it. I do have some questions about this Christmas album because I know nothing about, I don't know Spanish. Okay. What does mi burrito sabanero, what is that? That And that is the funniest thing because we literally had this conversation yesterday. Everyone is We laughing. literally talked about it yesterday. We were like, people are going to think I'm talking about like a burrito from Chipotle. That's what I yes. Like, no. Burrito in Spanish is actually a donkey. So they're talking about my donkey on the way to Bethlehem. Like, I'm on my donkey, and we are uh, (laughs) trotting our way along, and it's actually like a children's song. So my whole family is on the record. My dad, who's freaking 78 years old, (laughs) is singing on the record. My niece, who's five, my sister is on it, and it's a family song that's very traditional. Um, And it's about the wise men on their way to Bethlehem on their donkeys. To get a burrito from Chipotle. Well, well naturally. <laughs> because like I know I'm like an immature mind, so you're singing there like dookie dookie dookie, right? Something yes, like that. Yeah. I was like, oh burritos, poop, dookie, you know. Oh, oh my gosh. But, no. What a weird Christmas song. Yeah. Well, I, that's no. why when I listened, I was like, what is going so on? So dookie 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 is their little feet <laughs> moving on the path to Bethlehem. But I'm not gonna lie, if you actually translate a lot of Spanish songs into English, it sounds ridiculous. Like you're like what are these people saying? Yet in Spanish, it is the most romantic, most loved. Like, it's yeah. amazing. Like, I literally, trust me, m- I try to translate songs for my husband, and I'm like, what? He's like, what is he saying? Uh, one particular, the Juan Luis Guerra song, which I won't quote right now, but it's like a super romantic song, but in reality, he's saying he wants to be a fish in her fish market. <laughs> okay. How does there it you sound? Yep, you know I get what it. I mean? You get, like, I get it's it. just so wrong in English. Yep. How it's it? just so wrong. How does it sound in quisiera, Spanish? Quisiera ser un pez para tocar mi nariz en tu pecera. Sorry, I'd like to be a fish so I can touch my nose in your fish market. <laughs> Verbatim. Oh, and, wow. But, but, <laughs> terrible. But terrible. In Spanish, what does that mean? It's beautiful in Spanish. It's like he just wants to be like engulfed in her. Like it's it's beautiful in Spanish. Uh-huh. I swear to you, I, I can't make these things up. I believe you. What is more natural for you to sing? English? Spanish? Spanish. Definitely in Spanish. And I'd say the reason why is because that's what I grew up singing. Yeah. So in my home, I listened to Selena, mm-hmm. uh, Celia Cruz, La Lupe, Mark Anthony. Like those were like the really big. It's crazy. Like even the, in the 3LW bio. Um, like from way back in the day when we first came out, they interviewed each of us. And I remember looking at my bio as like a 15 year old and they were like, who are Adrian's influences? And if you looked even back then, it was Celia Cruz, La Lupe, all Latin artists. And I feel like I've come full circle. This is what I've really always wanted to do. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm surprised you haven't released all Spanish records sooner. 
Beca- I know. Really? I mean, you're right. Like you, you said it yourself. Like you were meant to do this. I thank you. I just, I think that having so much fun doing this now, it just feels so different than what I was doing before for multiple reasons. I also, for a moment, didn't like the music industry. Like, I felt like, oh my God, I love to sing and I love music, but I don't like the the business of it. I would uh, tell people I love to sing or I want to make an album. People would be like, well, what kind of artists are you going to be? What's your marketing plan? What are you going to look like? What's the launch for this? What's the rollout plan? And I'd be like, gross. I don't know. I just like certain songs and I want to sing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that was that was bad at that time because music was no longer just music and a passion. It was now a business and a, a money tool to like, well, how many albums are you going to sell? I don't care about that anymore. And I think that makes the biggest difference. Even with the albums I do sell, I don't even want to gain from it. I had the best time making this album in my home with my family, with my husband. Uh, have you guys ever been to a salsa club here called Floridita? No. no, but I want to go now. Oh my God, you have to, or try Viva on Wednesdays. Okay. It's a salsa club here in Hollywood, uh, Viva Hollywood, and it, there's a live band that performs. Well, I took my husband salsa dancing one night, and he was like, man, the band is killer. My husband, I will be his PR person right now. He's a freaking <laughs> musical genius. He plays every instrument. He loves all kinds of music, and um, he was like, the band is amazing, and he's also super humble, so he like walks up to them and he's like, you guys are incredible, and they exchange info. Funny thing is, a lot of them were huge fans of his music, oh, cool. and so they linked up, and that actually is the band that's playing on my album. Oh, cool. oh wow. It's, yeah, Oscar awesome. got that. Like, it's like, it's insane how, um, how it just came together that at some point in my foyer of my home was a full-on salsa band playing. That's amazing. All the instrumentation was done live in my home, and that's just amazing. But the motives on this were totally pure, and that allows art to kind of yeah. breathe in a way that is like not being suffocated yeah. by anything from the outside. And I know it sounds crazy, but I I think I always want to do it that way. Like Even if I come out with another album, maybe I'll find another charitable thing to do and, yeah. and it'll go towards that, you know? But you can. I mean, you're in a position, right? I'm assuming in life with everything you got going yeah. on and everything you've done where like you have a little bit, bit of a financial freedom and if you want to fund a hobby, but this is not really a hobby. It's more than a hobby. Yeah. You know, you can. Thank you. And you can do it in your on your own terms, in your own way, as and you want to do it. Exactly. And that's what we did with this and it's been just so awesome. On the front of the beginning of, again, I'm going to butcher this, Parandas Medley. Yes. Do you say something about like a Puerto Rican Christmas? Yeah. This what is, is al- a Puerto Rican Christmas? Puerto Rican Christmas is this album. Okay. And when I say that, it is so much fun. If they say that Latinos know how to have a good time, this <laughs> takes it to like an unbelievable level. It is parties every single day, every single night. It is dancing. It is, you know, granted, you know, we have in English, silent, nice, little more calm. This is like fiesta Mm -hmm. times 10. So um, the music I heard in my household was salsa music for Christmas. It was the parandas medley. It was um, a lot of live music and congas and um, lots of coquito, which is like our Puerto Rican eggnog with rum in it, Bacardi rum. And (laughs) so it was 
celebrating Jesus. Yes, like like no other. It makes me happy. Yes, well, yeah, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest Christmas music fan, but like I was listening to the album. My favorite songs are these high energy ones that I don't know what you're saying, but they make you want to dance. Right? Want to, I was like, this Portuguese Christmas sounds great. That was how it was in my house. I'm telling you, like I grew up in a project apartment in the Lower East Side of New York City. I had two bedrooms, one bathroom for four people in a house, and I promise it to you, we would during it could be freezing outside, and because of the the food that my mother would be preparing, the pernils and the you know making pateles in the kitchen, and it's such a small apartment. We had no lie, possibly 50 people in that apartment. We would have all the windows open because the apartment would be so hot from the stove and just the amount of people in there. And it was the, I have the best childhood memories. And when we originally started to make the album, this was actually before Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico. And we were just like, let's do something fun. We're going to put a few songs together. It actually wasn't a full album that we were going to do. We were like, just throw a few songs out there and see what happens. And then when the tragedy happened in Puerto Rico, we were like, it's insane to think that they aren't going to have a Christmas this year. Mm-hmm. Like, they won't be able to do what they do for Christmas. And Parandas actually are Christmas carols, and what they do is they cook, and they go from home to home with food. Okay. So And so it's like caroling with food, and you're going with food. They give, every house you get to, they add additional food. You stop, oh. cook, and sing, and move wow. on to the next house. So this is what I'm, you great. see what I mean? I like it's great. this. Yeah, you're into it, right? Yeah, what are you doing Christmas yeah, this year? Yeah, get into it, get into it. What are you doing this year for Christmas? Where are you? I am you? going to New York. Oh, fun. Yeah, so I spend Christmas in New York. I've, oh, I always have. I go home. Uh, and so I will be with my whole Puerto Rican family in New York. We'll be listening to this album and celebrating and just continuing to pray for Puerto Rico. Love it. And is every song on the album original? Uh, No, a lot of them are actually, I think only one song is original, right, babe? It's just The Gift, which I did in English and in Spanish, and me and Israel wrote The Gift. Did I miss something? And the thing we did on Feliz Navidad. Oh, yeah, and the beginning of Feliz Navidad was original as well. Got it. So when you're taking other Christmas songs and either making them... You know, Spanish or just doing, like, just making, I guess, a cover, you would yeah. consider it. Is there legalities involved? Just out of curiosity. Like, you know, so is it I hard to do that? I had all those questions, and, and, and my husband educated me on this that it, if you don't change it, you don't have to. And we replayed all the instruments, so it's not sampled. There's no sampling in it. You're Got just it. covering the song. But do you have to match it note for note? Or? No. You can't change the lyric or the melody. Got it. So, lyric and melody have to stay the same. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for. Compulsory license, meaning you, they have to say yes. Got it. Oh. Compulsory license. You see that? You see? So yeah. smart. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. He's cute too. I Look at that. I know. <laughs> Dimples and all. The two of you were meant to be together. <laughs> I really do believe that. It's really, I get it. Because I from the it. outside, people would be like, I don't get it. And then we would have conversations and we grew up so similarly. Like, um, I grew up, like I said, listening to Latin music, yeah. but I also grew up Pentecostal. Got it. So I knew these songs that are called coritos, which are like songs they sing in church, but like in Spanish churches. Uh And one day I was joking around and he turns around and finishes the song I'm singing. (laughs) And I'm like, hold on a second. How how do you know this song? And he explained to me, my husband is actually half black, half white, but was raised in an all white family. He was adopted by his stepdad. Okay. And that's the dad he knows, which is all, who's also white. So he was. He says he likes to say, "I was the only black kid in a white family in a Mexican neighborhood in Arizona." <laughs> wow! So he knows all the Latin songs that I grew up singing, like my church songs that I grew up singing. We have a very similar upbringing. It's in that moment, like you, you know. Yes, like, I you was know. like, 
Oh my God. <laughs> it was like the moment we always like to say in Step Brothers, yeah. where they're like, Do you want to be my best friend? Yeah. yeah. Did we, wait, hold up. Did we just become best friends? You want to do karate in the garage? Egg, that we've had that moment about 20 times. <laughs> It just happens all the time. I'm so jealous. Like, I'm looking for that in life. Like, that's all I want. I tell everybody you have to change your filters. Have you ever done, like, an Airbnb or, like, Zillow where you're looking for an apartment or a home? Yes. And they have you fill out, like, what you want. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, this is my amount of bedrooms. I would like this amount of bathrooms. I would like, you know, a pool. It has to have a pool. How am I changing my filter? You got to change. But if you just change one thing, like, take the pool away. Suddenly, your results go from 20 houses that you can look at to 230 houses you can look at. So what was your filter previous to getting married? I said that I would never date a man with children. Got it. And now? Their children are my favorite. His children are my favorite human beings on the planet. Well, they're now yours pretty much. Yes. But do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Had I put that stipulation and been like, never, I will never, I will never date a man that's been married. I need all my first to happen with that. Like... I, and I'm not going to lie, I really was stuck on that. Like, I think I had even said it on my show. Yeah. Like, you know, these things really bother me. I think they bother you with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. That's it. But yet, I found somebody that had all the things I said I didn't want, but they didn't bother me not one bit with him in the sense of, like, uh, even getting to know the children. Like, it's yeah. just been, which I have to give, I really do believe that that's God and, like, working it out and making it all work together because there's no other way it would have gone as smoothly as it did. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I think about the cheetah girls sometimes. Do you? <laughs> I do. Do you think about I just, just got yesterday in the mail a freaking t shirt from Disney and it was so dope. So Disney sent me a shirt and I guess they just dropped these um vintage like Disney Channel original movie t shirts that it. are now gonna be sold at like Urban Outfitters or something? No, what's that other one? Hot Topic. Forever twenty one. Hot topic. Oh hot topic. Who said it? <laughs> I get a t-shirt now, don't yes, I? Yes, <laughs> you do. I've got one in my... I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's in purse. Right? Let me whip it out. It's a talk show mentality in you. Look right? under your seat. You, you have a shirt. You have a shirt and you get a shirt and you get a shirt. <laughs> but they sent it to me and they were like, you are a Disney Channel original. Like, That's they're like, you are. How freaking awesome. And they're like, and you're awesome. And we just want to give you the shirt. They're available at Hot Topic. And I was like... Commercials that in is so I know, right? <laughs> that, that is so... And they did not ask me to do this. <laughs> but it's so cool to see that like literally over 10 years later that we are still here and kids are still seeing it's pretty funny because I I've seen children watch shows like Full House and they truly in their hearts believe that Michelle is still a four year old little girl Mm -hmm. like they don't know that that's old because it's timeless Mm -hmm. the topics are timeless it's feel good television you watch it you enjoy it and I feel that way about the Cheetah Girls like I cannot wait to have my own babies and like be like watch the show and I just want to not say anything and see if they notice that that's mommy as a 18 year old (laughs) you know what I mean like that'll be so awesome that's exciting it is so exciting and I think there was something about the Cheetah Girls that like really just was ahead of its time you know yeah. like it, truly in the way it was done and, and the group of girls that they got to be yeah. a part of it it was just it, it, a lot of Disney Channel movies around that era promoted the right things that I yeah. think really influenced my generation you know d- just to better us right to make mm-hmm. us more accepting to make us more colorblind to, to yeah really... it was the first ever majority minority Disney Channel original movie that they'd ever done and, and that like you can say that and like maybe some people will brush it off but the but the magnitude of that? It's big, yeah. I mean, huge. When I realized that Disney Channel had never celebrated Hispanic Heritage Month because they never had anybody, a, somebody from the Disney Circle of Stars that was authentically Latino. 
Like that's nuts. That's that was insane to me. And they came to me and they were like, the little girl from Lizzie McGuire, she actually was Filipino and I think like German or like, you know, Vanessa Hudgens is Filipino. Like, yes. so they were like, you're, you're the first actual Latina that we have. Will you help us do Hispanic Heritage Month? And I was so excited about it. We did like with the star, we're like, um, hola, me llamo. That means my name is like, we did these cute little commercials for Disney I remember Jam, them. And it's Hispanic Heritage Month, you know, celebrate the culture. That gives nice. me goosebumps because yeah. it really is a huge deal. It I really think is. I can't promote, like, I can't say that enough. Like, it, that, if, if there's things that one. I'm most proud of, it's stuff like that. that you, for sure. You had impact. Yeah, for I, sure. I promise you on that. Culturally, like, that means so much to me. I've always been a super... Uh, proud Latina, super proud of my roots, proud of my culture. Again, reason why I did an album like this. Yeah. I hate the idea of like my children not not being able to pass that down to them mm-hmm. and being able to create like a new version of these songs for them to learn, for them to sing cool. along with. And that just makes me really, really happy. Would the Cheetah Girls work today? Like the I, original? What do you mean? Like say the original, same script, maybe not the same girls, but yeah, the same that's what script. I'm, I absolutely think it would work. Got it. I think the concept of four girls that loved to sing that had a passion for music that wanted to be like Destiny's Child or like you know mm-hmm. whatever the group was that they were looking at I think it was like Scheherazade was exactly yeah. you know <laughs> wanting to meet like the P. Diddy aka the Jackal Johnson or whatever his name Jackal was Johnson. of the movie you know what I mean like I think that's very real yeah. and I think there are young women out there with dreams I also loved the concept of growl power which was our take on girl power That's which is right. women empowerment growl and power. showing that like women can get along i still feel that way today i joke that i am like the um perpetual girl group member <laughs> like <laughs> i've been in i say You've been this in a is lot. and this is technically my third girl group if you think about it Are i you? work with i work yeah. with women nonstop. like and i feel like having a lot of women in my family prepared me for that and we're always trying to go against the stigma that like women can't get along women can't work well together and it's just a lie it, we can't work well together if you don't want to work well uh, together I, That's be- it. I believe a group of really influential women said we are sisters we, we stand, stand together. together we make up one big family though we don't look the same come on you know, that I, and I feel like that message, <laughs> you just, it went right over his head. It's actually a cheetah girl at heart. I was saying, that must be a cheetah girl thing, right? Yeah. It really is, yeah. It's, our, it's like our anthem. Oh. But all that to say, <laughs> the message of girl power and girl unity and working together and we're, that we can go after our dreams is something I will forever be super proud of. And I think it would work today and any day. Hell yeah. Do they ever approach you guys about getting back together? Kind no. of, right? Or no, a, a I mean, reboot. it's been like, like the fans have, Disney yeah. hasn't. Okay. You and know then, what I mean? Yeah. And you and Raven talked about maybe doing a reboot, like where the girls would come in as like the managers of another girl group or something like that. We talked about it on the show because a fan started like this campaign online. I mean, everything's digital now and on yeah. social. So they were pretty much saying how cool it would be if like me and Raven managed a new younger girl, like the new, why not? You know, Cheetah Girls point. Whatever. Whatever. Point yeah. 2.0. 2.0. That was exactly what I was going for. <laughs> I oh. think that could be something. I think I would be totally down for it. Are you surprised at all with all the sexual assault allegations that are going on? I am not surprised that they happen. I am surprised at how it is coming to the forefront. But I think everyone is. It's like, wow, this is really happening. But I think it's it's needed. Do you mm-hmm. say that because you've known like many people that it has existed for a long time, but has been for sure sweeped under the rug? For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just never think that like these huge bosses and multimillionaires and people in power are going to be put out there like that. But 
I think that, you know, it's happening and it's a great thing. And yeah. I think that it actually takes the fear away from women that are experiencing this. They're not going to think twice now. They're like, oh, no, like this is a thing. Somebody does something wrong to you. You speak up and you say it mm-hmm. and they get in trouble exactly. and they are accountable for their actions. Whereas before people were like, no, like that person's in power. You, you, you can't say that. Like you'll lose your job. I love that we are getting rid of that fear, Mm -hmm. that it is like something happens, see something, say something. If it happens to you, you can speak up. And instead of losing your job, no, sweetie, they lose their jobs. That's it. And I do think that like it is, you know, entertainment, right? And that's the subject of majority of the most public allegations. Yeah. We shape culture, and I say For universal sure. we as people who are just either in the ears or in front of the eyes of people. Yeah, the platform. These allegations and what's coming to light will shape culture the same way the content that Matt Lauer's created for 20 years on the Today Show will shape culture, but it will shape yeah. culture in a better way because it's going to make women or any victim of any sort of assault I, in the workplace the key right speak there, up. Any victim mm-hmm. because it's not just women that are being you know harassed there are absolutely men and i think it takes real courage for a man to stand up and say look this was unwarranted i did not want this i did not appreciate this and that's okay too and i think um the more we see that the more uh normal we're going to be normalizing that it goes both ways but i i also think that it wasn't until the culture shapers yeah were kind of in the middle of it yeah. That we'd actually make this sort of impact. Absolutely. You know? It's so true. So true. Adrian, by loan, but not really. <laughs> Adrian Houghton. Adrian Houghton. There you go. It really yeah. has a really nice ring to it. Thank you. I joke around that they're both really difficult names to say. Like, mm-hmm. I always thought, like, the day I got married, like, you know, I'd get, like, something simple. Because people had a hard time with by loan for so long. It was, like, Balion, Balon, Bat, like... All kinds of things. And I was like, oh, when I get married, I'm going to have like a simple name. And now I'm like, Houghton. Houghton. It looks more challenging than it is. It's the G, man. We go through airports and they'll be like, uh, Ballion and Huffington. Ballion (laughs) and Huffington. So we actually thought, like, should we make a blog? Like, the travels of Ballion and Huffington. I like that. Yeah. If you see a blog, you know it's us. There it is. A travel tumbler. Travel tumbler, yeah. So I just had one, I have one question. Yes, I like, like your questions, by the way. Is it annoying that 10 years later, people are still talking about you and Rob Kardashian? Yes. <laughs> that, is one, yes. that is one reason for, I, a, like, can I get a name change? Can we start over? Yeah. Yeah. Change my Google search. And it's not that I'm ashamed of that at all. Clearly not. Um, we, I talked about it. It was on television. It's just that, like, you know, when you've worked so hard in your career, and I've been working since I was 14 years old, you're just like, man, can you remember me for something else? Like, I've right. done way better things. Like, let's just talk about that instead mm-hmm. of. But, yay, it is what it is. You won't show your husband Cheetah Girls, but will you show him episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians? That's actually not true about Cheetah Girls. Really? I changed my mind. Whoa. On our honeymoon. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we just got married. Let's get high and heavy and watch On our Cheetah honeymoon, Girls. I swear it to you. <laughs> I made him watch the first Cheetah Girl movie. This is what you're getting into, bro. <laughs> I was like, this, this is, this is it right here. Like, that's it. You're officially a Cheetah boy. Just get into it. Everything is Cheetah-licious. Now, uh, I had him watch it and I had to cover his eyes for some parts where I thought I looked just absolutely hideous and just really unsexy. But at that point, I'm like, you know. You're tied to me. Yeah, like, you're tied yeah. to me. Can't like, get away now. I used to think that it was like my most unsexy moments 
were like on the Cheetah Girls, like screaming things like Cheetalicious. <laughs> Some of my hairstyles are very questionable. At one point, I think the second Cheetah Girl movie in Barcelona, my hair was definitely highlighter yellow. No. <laughs> Don't know where was I was big, going with it? that mustard it was hair the color. Times. Yeah, that was how I needed that purple shampoo. You know, I just yeah. didn't know any better. So okay, he's watching Cheetah Girls. Yes. But will you ever show him a Keeping Up with Kardashians episode that you're in? For sure, I would show him anything, right? Like. I totally would. I actually think I've pulled up things and been like, wasn't I so much thinner here? Like, no, <laughs> just dumb. Uh, Whatever. Testing him. Yeah. No, I really, I swear to you, we're like, we're, we're so cool with each other that like, he does not care. Have you talked to Rob? He probably thinks it's funny. No, I have not. You see everything in the news are you like, oof, I avoided that. <laughs> no. It actually, it sometimes just makes me sad. You know, all you can do is just be like, Sending prayer and good yeah. things, mm-hmm. good thoughts, and you got that tattoo covered up, right? I didn't. I got it removed. Okay, that's nice. even better. Yeah, cool. I guess, <laughs> cool. I guess cool. being on a talk show, all this stuff gives you guys a lot to talk about, right? It does, but I feel like it gives us a lot to talk about. But that's in our nature. Yeah. Like they casted four girls who are super talkative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a concept, <laughs> right? And more than anything, we're comfortable. We're like, throw it at me. I'm comfortable. I got this. Like we don't, I'm, I'm literally such an open book. Most of the time I get in trouble because I say too much mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, that's what they want. Too though. honest for my own good yeah. and super transparent. And yeah. Well, I thank you thank for being you. a cheetah sister for life. Forever. <laughs> Means a lot. Don't and ever hide the cheetah inside. <laughs> Never. He doesn't. Don't worry. Never. He definitely he, doesn't. He <laughs> wow. Hey, you got to tr- check out her Christmas album. Yes, you have to. It's everywhere. It's called New Tradiciones, New Traditions, and it is available everywhere. Beautiful. New thank Traditions. You, thank you. And there's only one song on the album that's both English and Spanish. No, it's actually almost all of them are. Jesus, so like me and where my, am I? Me and my husband did Baby It's Cold Outside oh, nice. together. Oh, that's you singing on that? Yeah. Oh, I, I know. Nice. I know. Look, he's I know. so happy so right talented. now. Come through vocals. Yeah. yeah I get I get mad. I literally will be like, did you really have to show off? Like, stop <laughs> showing off. Wow. His voice is incredible. Can he sing in Spanish too? Uh, yeah, he's actually released his albums in Spanish. So when he released his albums in Eng- uh, Jesus at the Center was also Jesus en el Centro. Yeah. And so he releases them in English and in Spanish. Beautiful. Yeah. Dope. So we did that. Uh, the Christmas medley is him and I singing back and forth in English and Spanish. We take turns on the medley. On the It's a worship medley. And Feliz Navidad naturally is yes. English and Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gift is completely in English. And then we have it completely in Spanish. I did have yourself a merry little Christmas. Have English, have Spanish. Hmm, and yeah. I love the Spanish ones. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Because he has no idea what's being said. Just but he no, likes the vibe. Fun. Yeah. It's like it's freaking party time, fiesta yeah. up in here. All, mov- <laughs> all music moving forward, will it be English and Spanish? Yeah. Good. For sure. I, I think for sure more the Spanish than the yeah. English. Why not? Honestly, yeah. That's where that's where music and our world is going. Yes, and I and I love it, and it's who I really am, and it's what I really enjoy, and that's what I want to do. New traditions. It is Adrian Houghton. Yeah, there you go. There Christmas you go. album and all the proceeds going to Puerto Rico, which is really incredible. And it's awesome. Thank you, thank you. On behalf of society <laughs> and our country, who hasn't done enough, I say Amen. thank you. Thank you for all you guys who actually are purchasing the album and making it number one. 
unreal, and I just can't believe it. And well, I'm, I'm so grateful. Buy it right now. Yes, please. <laughs> it goes straight. I will. I'll do the iTunes thing and everything. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Seriously. You guys are so much fun. You're fun. I yeah. love it. You've been coming to do this show now for quite some time. So, I so thank you know, you. if you just want me to stop by once a week, I'll be here. Co host the show with us? We'll be here. I totally would. Yeah. I'll be fun. I totally would. You should come and do that. I. Yeah, I totally cool. would. Yeah. Yeah. My word for it. You have this recorded. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll come do the real and it'll right. be <laughs> awesome. we, But Join we won't us. be invited. We'll just have to we'll break show in. <laughs> I no, know a security guard on set. You guys would be super fun on set. The yeah. girls are awesome and you'd love them. Hey, I like me some Lonnie. I do too. She's so fun. She's so fun, so funny. I get to sit right next to her this season. Is it for the first time that I'm sitting next to her? No, last season I sat next to her too, but it's awesome. The seats matter, right? You you can't just have a different seat every day. It has to be the same. Yeah, you got to stay in the same order. I don't know why that reason is. I think maybe visually the viewer gets used to it that way. Comfort for you, you know, like who's on your left, who's on your right, who you're looking at. Yeah, I love it. Do you You guys alternate? Do you alternate like uh, being the catalyst for conversation? Because the view, it's a lot of whoopee. You know, she's doing a lot of it. Yeah, no, it actually depends on what you're more passionate about. Got it. Like, Makes sense. You know, if we're going to talk about mothers, you know, breastfeeding their babies, I'm probably not the best person because I haven't <laughs> breastfed a baby. Mm-hmm. That probably will go more to Tamara. So we'll have her bring intro it and then we all say what we think about it. Tamara but it's Mallory. honestly really just an open platform to say what you want. We do different intros for different things. Yeah. But then once once the intro's over. Yeah. Go ahead. Once the real work is done. Yeah. Once you've read the prompter, it's a free for all. Yep. New Traditions. That is a Christmas album. Seriously buy it because all the money's going to Puerto Rico. I'm about to buy it right now. And it's awesome. Uh, Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Thank you. Beyond appreciated. Besitos. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.